0: Hey everyone, this is David Nilsson, and I wanted to do a quick bonus episode to talk about a few fascinating chocolate bars I've had recently from previous guests on the show. In episode 5, we talked about the influence of smoke flavors on both beer and chocolate. One of our guests on that show was Natalie Sawanpercorn of Chaka nat in Bangkok, Thailand. I interviewed Nat for that episode because of her Up in Smoke bar, for which she uses a Thai aromatic candle to smoke the cacao nibs. This candle is often used in making some Thai desserts, and I was totally unfamiliar with this method of smoking food before talking to Nat. At the time of that episode, I hadn't had the chance to try the bar and it didn't look like an opportunity would present itself anytime soon, as the company doesn't ship to the US. Well, as I've had the chance to discover multiple times now, chocolate friends are some of the best kinds of friends to have. Max Gandy, a.k.a. Dame Cacao, who runs the excellent Chocolate on the Road podcast, reached out to me in December to let me know she had something to send my way. Nat had gotten her a bar to pass along to me, and through these two generous souls, I have now had the chance to taste Up in Smoke. As I mentioned, the Thai aromatic candle is used in some Thai desserts, and in our interview, Nat explained that the aroma and flavor that comes from it are familiar to most people in Thailand and in some other Southeast Asian cultures as well. Because I don't have that same cultural familiarity, I had no previous culinary connection to the flavors it produced, and if I hadn't known they came from a smoking candle, I'm not sure I would have identified these as smoky at all. What came to mind almost instantly for me was the smell of an old bookshop, the kind I can get lost in for hours on a rainy Saturday afternoon. Bibliosmia is the smell pages of old books take on as they age, and with my eyes closed as I tasted this bar, it was like I was in a shop full of them, the shelves overcrowded and thin sunlight streaming in through the windows, warming the wood surfaces and the overstuffed and worn-down leather chair I would retreat to with my finds after browsing. That aromatic tableau involves the books, the wood, the leather, the dust of ages in the air, and the bar's toasted coconut, pandan, and whisper of salt breathe warm vitality into the scene. I said recently in an Instagram post about a bar from Map Chocolate that the two poles of the tasting experience for me are comfort and provocation, and the most intriguing tasting experiences offer both familiarity and challenge, like watching a storm roll in from the warmth and safety of your living room. This bar amply provided that. Thank you, Nat and Max, for sending it my way. Another guest on that episode was Eric Parks of Somerville Chocolate in Massachusetts. Eric smokes some of his cacao over various woods, and he recently released a four-pack of identical 65% cacao dark chocolate bars in which the Dominican Republic cacao for each was smoked over a different wood. Tasting these side-by-side allows us to strip away the abstract idea of wood smoke and recognize the nuances imparted by different tree types. The pecan bar yielded aromas of damp, spicy smoke, like burning leaves on a wet fall day. It was a surprise then when it opened up into sunnier flavors on my tongue. Sweet nuttiness, some berry like acidity from the Dominican cacao, and apple blossom floral notes led to a surprisingly warm, spring like profile in contrast to the chill autumn memories associated with the aroma. The Alder Bar was quieter on the aroma with wildflower honey and sun warmed wood tones, which led into simpler confectionery flavors of nuttiness and vanilla blanketing the foundational chocolate. The mesquite had a much less bold aroma than I expected from such a singular wood. I actually perceived the least general smokiness from this bar, though my daughter felt it was more smoke-forward than that. There are some pleasant ashy notes in the flavor, with a smooth red wine-like acidity. The mesquite comes through more as that ash than generic smoke, and this comes across more like a high percentage bar than the others because of it. The Hickory Bar had a soft wood smoke aroma that continued onto the palate with some walnut, which together brought to mind the fall afternoons of my childhood, when the ring of a bell would bring me in from my feral wanderings, the smell of wood smoke growing clearer in the crisp air as I got closer to home. Together, these bars offered subtle variations on a theme, not discordantly different, but like individual voices in a harmony. I encourage you to check them out if you get the chance. I hope you enjoyed this quick bonus episode of Bean to Barstool. Next Tuesday, I'll be back with a full episode focusing on Orpheus Brewing Company in Atlanta, Georgia, who are doing fascinating things with cacao and chocolate in their elegant barrel-aged beers. Till then, I hope there's something good in your glass. I'll see you soon, everyone.